Welcome to the Go Home show for the Bullet Cast before WrestleMania, the most stupendous two-night event of the year. I'm your host, the real Bullet Cast champion, the microphone messiah, Philip Antoine. I am joined by Mr. No Days Off, the Canadian destroyer, BT, Brandon Tanguma. Brandon, it's Thursday. You know what that means. How are you doing today, baby? Doing doing just fine. Another edition of the Bullet Cast, Philip. A little, a little under the weather, non-COVID related. But, you know, it's, it's WrestleMania. Well, apparently not because, you know, COVID's over. That's what I've been told. But, it's, uh, it, it, it's over like Rover confirmed. So, you know, dealing with a little, little sore throat, but still, Mr. No Days Off. I'm here. Brian is not for the second week in a row, even though he's out here claiming he's our champion. He can't even yeah. show up to the on WrestleMania a, episode. Well, he's, he's going to WrestleMania on, on a Scott Hall tribute of In the Click and by all things, to say that he's still the champion of my show. I had to put out a video last night. I, I got it approved by the by the board. Shout out to the EVP. I hear he's going to be playing baseball for the Padres pretty soon. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so what did you think of the video I had to put out last night? Have you seen Have you seen this? I have seen it. You know, I'm just going to ignore the little shot at me. Just no, there was throw, no shot at you. Just there was no shot at you. away my opportunity, but it's fine. And you you can you can come you can be like Seth Rollins in this thing. We don't know. You can have the heights of the century on night two. And you know it's fine. You know, mine is a good old fashioned predictions battle. But night one, you know, there's some heat. There's some animosity going on. Well, you this has been going on for months, man. This has been going on since what, like October? This, this, this is a true build. You know, this, this, we're putting the end to it. And I, you know what? Looking, looking back at it, I do feel bad that you know I had to go to the board and say if he doesn't walk out of Mania the champion, then he doesn't get a shot till SummerSlam. I'll, I'll talk to the board again. We might, we might be able to reverse that decision. But other than that, man, this is, this, this is it. This is bigger than Brock and Roman. This, this is bigger than Hulk slamming Andre. You know, this is the one. Can't wait. Hopefully I actually get his predictions. I can get them because, you know, the whole thing started without with people not receiving predictions from people. I, I, he, texted, he, just, he texted before I hit record. I have his predictions. OK, you got to put it in the group chat so I can see it. So we all know we all okay. understand what's going on. You know, after the podcast, we all put in the group chat so we all know where we're coming from. OK, OK. So, okay. so there is no controversy going into wrestlemania okay 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 i will i will put them i will put them in the uh the day of the show the day of the show i'll put them in there for night one how about that okay the day but you, you're gonna get mine right now because you know we're, we're this is because you know doing. we're actually doing the podcast yes uh we're gonna be watching wrestlemania matches guys uh somebody uh only one person responded to the uh the little poll or uh questionnaire i had up on instagram so we're gonna be watching starting off with brock lesnar versus roman reigns WrestleMania 31, 2015, uh, seven years ago. That's crazy. 
just like just yesterday, I was watching it in my dorm room. I should have been there. Brandon was there. I was there. Great time. You know, got really hyped. Not drunk whatsoever. I think was I? I was twenty one at the time. I think yes. No, I was twenty. So I was not lubricated, but okay. I might have yelled some expletives at Roman Reigns. Yes. Would you do that now? Uh, no. 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 Because I'm responsible. Yes. Uh. So while people are getting that queued up, you can uh go on the uh, the peacock the cock. Uh, queue it up to uh, three hours, 31 minutes, and 59 seconds. You should see a very interesting picture of Brock Lesnar with a, a, a pimple on his chin. Jesus Christ. Oh, hope you got that taken care of right after this. Um, so before we watch this match, I interviewed Scott Brigante, the owner of West Coast Pro. Uh, Brandon, what do you think of the interview? You know, it was a, another stellar interview. Part two, or, well, second, it's a sequel. To an interview did earlier on you know the you can watch us on youtube if you want the uh, spacing the videography still not exactly up to snuff compared to some of the older bullet cast ones but it is getting a little bit better how'd you how'd you like the b-roll how'd you like the, B- the b-roll was me that 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 i mean that was the saving grace was the b-roll because you know let's just say you know your boy wasn't on duty for that one it was someone else who might not be on this podcast yeah but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be on duty for the next one, though. Mm-hmm. But, you know, getting kind of the booker, that side of things. You know, we get a lot of wrestlers on the show, but kind of getting that sort of indie, uh, you know, perspective on things is uh, definitely interesting and, and something I think people should look in or, you know, listen to. Absolutely. When I was there at the school, he hinted he had something for uh, for El Manor, and it's been announced. Titus Alexander is going to go up against Will Ospreay. That's going to be fire. Yeah, so I shocking when I when I saw that one. You know, Titus Alexander, friend of the podcast. Uh, I don't exactly know what his name is around. You know, outside of the Bay Area, but having a match with Will Osprey should definitely raise the stocks. And um, now, you know. Titus has been he's been going to Defy in Seattle and stuff. You know, wrestling Christopher Daniels and guys like that. So, you know, he he's starting to get a name for himself, and that that's going to put him on the map, man. That 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 really is. So I'm happy for Titus. Everything West Coast Pro is doing, like we talked death matches. Could you can you picture West Coast Pro doing some death matches? He said they're coming. I can't wait to get shards of glass in my eyeball. Well, come to Ugwa for that. April 24th, Emporium. Okay. Come come watch us. Come watch us. It's, it's gonna be something special. Well, uh, well, enough of that. Let's hit let's hit play. And we're gonna talk some outside of the ring news while we uh while we watch. Ready in three, two, one, play. There we there we go. At WrestleMania. He's gonna show the whole world WrestleMania. He can. I forgot this is when he was doing the I can and I will thing. Uh so while we're watching this, let's talk about uh the Steiners are going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Honestly, did not think this would come until you know, unfortunately they'd passed away given the heat that Scott Steiner has with the Triple H and Triple H is somebody we're going to talk about in a second here. But uh, what are your, what are your thoughts of the Steiner brothers going into the hall of fame? I mean, their presence is being felt in NXT with uh, their son slash nephew, Braun Breaker. And they actually acknowledged he's a Steiner this past week on NXT. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, definitely an interesting kind of surprising announcement that both the Steiners are going in. Well, I guess, you know, if you're going to put in Rick, you, probably about to put in Scott as well. So um, it will be interesting. 
Uh, I wondered what they're going to do with this Hall of Fame because it could have just been The Undertaker. You could have just had The Undertaker have his speech, and that's that. But, you know, they've had some other bigger names added to the card. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to be able to watch it live, but I am interested to see what Scott Hall does. You know, people, as you said. Scott Hall. Scott Steiner. I don't think Scott Hall's going to be there. T's and P's. But uh, I think, you know, Scott Steiner, he definitely has a uh, a personality. And if you give him a live mic, he might say some things. I don't think he will. But, you know, people think the worst or suspect the worst when it comes to him. Hey, time heals all wounds, man. Look at Brett. Look at look at Bruno. Look at Warrior. They all came back. We, we really shouldn't be surprised, but it, it is something. It is something. Um, the big bad booty daddy's going in, man. That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm happy for him. Love, love the Steiners. Uh, great tag team. The, uh, they just, they, they had so much intensity. And then Scott Steiner, the run that he would go on in WCW in the late nineties, us titles, world titles, one of the most interesting physiques, uh, in wrestling history, we could say. Yeah. I mean, he's. Completely. If you look at, I mean, they're using the the Steiner brothers photos from like the WCW days. Completely looks, doesn't even look like the same person compared to you know six, seven years later, let alone 20, 30 years later. Absolutely. And uh, Shad Gaspar's going to be getting the Warrior Award. This is a uh, people. I'm eating a delicious shortbread cooking. Sorry. People are calling this the Hall of Mage. Is this the Hall of Mage? Taker, the Steiners, Vader, Queen Charmel, Shad Gaspard getting the Warrior Award. I'll be honest, I have no idea what that means. What? The Hall of Mage. It's it, it it's a cheap heat thing. Shout out Peter Rosenberg. And, oh, and the, yeah, I don't the Hall of Mage means like it's this is like one of the best Hall of Fame classes of all time. It's oh. Mage. It's major. It's major. Oh God, it, got it, yeah. got it. But the Major Brothers aren't in it. No, 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 they're not. But is, I mean, is this is this is, is is this one of the best Hall of Fame classes of all time? It, it's a pretty it's a pretty good one. It, it's I mean, we keep talking about they're kind of running their names, but um, you know, Undertaker's good. Vader, I mean, why they finally put him in now after he passed away when he was you know asking for it, you know, time and time again when his you know his days were numbered, you know, that still baffles me. The Warrior Award, it's the Warrior Award. But Shad Gaspar for, you know, how he how he passed away and, you know, kind of the nice thing people said about him. He definitely deserves recognition. But, uh, yeah, so so some ups and downs with this Hall of Fame class. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's uh, kind of that's kind of every Hall of Fame, though. But but uh, other than that, this this is going to be a good one. Will you join me for the Hall of Fame recap? You never have. I have. I honestly used to be like a, a big Hall of Fame, you know, we're watching WrestleMania 31, went to the Hall of Fame with uh, Rikishi and Kevin yeah. Nash. Rikishi, uh, friend of the show. Randy Savage. You know, I saw that. And then kind of after Medusa. that, I was Medusa went in. Right? Medusa was there. Medusa honestly probably had the best speech. It was a long one, which kind of all of them were kind of long. But yeah, kind of after that, once I've seen it and I, you know, there's been some other ones that I was like, you know what? Not really the big Hall of Fame watcher anymore because it is kind of long. A lot of the stories, you know, kind of already heard them. So, and you know, got to record curveballs and chair shots on Friday. I mean, but the, so. the take, Taker's going in. This is different. Taker is going in. You know, check it out. I'll definitely, you know, 
look, see if anything happened. And if it's worth watching, there's a lot of stuff going on WrestleMania week. And we're finally kind of, you said it, COVID's over. So this is kind of the first WrestleMania weekend since COVID. We got a bunch of shows going on around. You got ROH, The Collective. You got, you know, Man, NXT. You a got lot of, all, some other indies going on. A lot of stuff is going on. A lot of people that have been on the show or we've crossed paths with are performing uh, over the weekend. So, you know, go go check out that stuff. I know, uh, I, I know Poyo, who's a um, a buddy, a buddy of mine. I know she's going to be at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. So it was Jordan Blade, I believe. You know, Jordan's been on the show, so a lot, a lot of great stuff's going on. Next year, we have to go, man. I definitely want to go next year in Los Angeles. Friend of the podcast, Zicky Dice, is holding a Twitch stream wrestling event. Yes, Masha Slamovich is going to be wrestling a bear. Yes, she will. Masha Slamovich is one intense individual. Great interview. Go check it out. All right. Uh, moving on from that, the WWE Evil Series has been on Peacock. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's 10 episodes. It talks about some of the best heels in the business. Number one's Hollywood Hogan. And, and then, uh, you know, you get into The Miz and Sasha Banks and Stephanie and Rick Flair. And uh, Roman Reigns is the last one. It's all narrated by Big Match John Cena. Have you checked out WWE Evil yet, Brandon? If so, what are your thoughts? I have not checked it out. I have heard some things, you know, Hulk Hogan. You know, being Hulk Hogan, just putting himself over and, you know, saying all these ridiculous things. But um, I've heard good things about The Miz. You know, The Miz one seems kind of interesting about how he how he's kind of adapted from, you know, The Miz and Mike kind of being one and the same to now him kind of understanding what he needs to do and kind of The Miz being its own entity and all these other different things. Roman is such a fresh new character that I think, you know, that would be cool to maybe check it out and see what he's does. But I mean, honestly, those kind of in-depth quote-unquote in-depth looks aren't really kind of my thing but you know if it if it is your thing go check it out i've watched quite a bit of them i watched the stephanie mcmahon one i thoroughly i thoroughly enjoyed this i haven't watched all of them yet but uh we'll we'll see we'll see they're doing the uh the introduction lillian garcia um can we say she is I mean, obviously, there's the Fink, there's Finkel, but could we say she's second best ring announcer of all time? Well, I mean, she is definitely up there. I mean, you go with the Fink, you got her. She's also kind of a voice from the Attitude Era. Met her at this WrestleMania as well. Her and Emma, shout out. How was how was Lillian? How was she? Lillian was very nice. Emma was was awkward. Was she was she better at the uh, at the APW show? She was a lot better at the APW show. She was more personable. I don't know, you know, if that was because what this was seven years ago, she was still in NXT or just got called up or something. So she was probably, you know, very overwhelmed and it probably was very nervous for her to be doing that. So it would make sense for why her meeting her in 2015 compared to 17, 18, whenever that was, you know, three, four year difference. It would make sense why she's kind of, she grew up so fast. I know Lillian Garcia, though. I mean, great ring announcer. The way she used to announce Triple H, the WWE champion. Great time. Speaking of Triple H, he's officially retired from entering competition. Mike Kyoto's holding up the WWE World Heavyweight title. It's go time in Santa Clara. It's go time in, in Levi Stadium. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game officially retiring? He was on Stephen A. Smith. And he went into grave detail about, uh, you know, what he was going through. Like, we were close to losing the game. The Cerebral Assassin was, al- was almost gone. Uh, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, uh, you know, Triple H is honestly probably one of my personal favorites. I know, you know, if you listen to the podcast, I kind of, you know, go after him and say, you know, he's a B plus player and I kind of do all those different things. I still, you know, genuinely believe that the Triple H character in his career is like very interesting. It's gone through so many ebbs and flows over the past, was it like 25 years now at this point of, you know, being the Royal, the Royal kid, the click, you know, DX helmsley and all the other different incarnations he's had and um yeah just it wasn't exactly shocking because we've heard the heart stuff we kind of knew it now he's kind of you know relayed some more uh information about it and just you know added on top you know losing scott hall and possibly you know triple h and scott hall like almost going like almost at the same time would have been just crazy to think about but luckily he is better and um you know just with something like that he said it was a genetic thing it also kind of sheds light on you know his his age his lifestyle he you know looked the way he looked going into his 50s apparently like at nxt he was like a caffeine addict just you know drinking so much caffeine all the time you know doing the vince mcmahon 12 a.m workouts and all those other different things but uh vince does the 3 a.m workouts yeah sorry the 3 a.m workouts so and, and that also just shows like how just insane vince is to be doing this at 70 years old and like been doing it for four, almost 40 years now at this point. It's just, it is insane. But Triple H, he is one of my personal favorites. He definitely has a complicated career and, you know, s- story path behind it. But look, uh, man, I, I think like we, you got to give the man his flowers. Like the, the whole, just because he was with Stephanie thing. Like we, like the, the guy, the guy was good. And there's so many questions, like if he'd never married Stephanie, if he, if he never met Stephanie and, you know, they never had a relationship, he still would be one of the top guys in that era. But from, you know, 2001 to 2012, 2011, something like that, you know, what was it? What is hit? What does his career look like? Or I think like NXT, NXT might have not have been a thing. That, that's that's true, you know, but uh, I mean, you just get you got to give the man his flowers. I mean, uh, there are stories of Triple H, you know, just reworking matches to hide other people's weaknesses in the ring and stuff like that. And honestly, man, he's he's probably my favorite heel of all time. Like just this that true monster mega heel that you wanted to see um, lose, but he would just win, win, win. Completely different narrative than like the happy go lucky story ending that, you know, you're supposed to get or people are used to. And uh, I mean, just 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 a great talent, man. We're going to be doing a tier system coming up, so uh, we'll see where uh, where Triple H ranks. We'll see if he's in that B tier. That'll that'll be coming up here in a few weeks. Um, also, WWE has. Oh, I, before we leave, uh, before we get to that, uh, Triple H. His last two pay per view matches: WrestleMania 35 against Dave Batista, and then the Saudi show against Randy Orton. How poetic! How poetic! How. Poetic. Was he also like on a, a house show, like a random house show tag match as well? Yeah, his a- actual last match was a random house show in Japan. He teamed with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. Yep. So you do it, brother. Hell, hell of a way to go out. But you know, the last, the last two, you know, pay per view matches. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, WWE has officially re- removed marijuana from its uh, wellness policy. So yeah. Um, it's about damn time. We know RK bro. Very excited about this. Maybe uh, Matt Seidel can come back to the Riddle, company. Riddle very excited about this. Well, you know, do we all know Riddle's excited? Maybe RVD can make a comeback. We're going to get Riddle versus RVD now. <laughs> we need, well, 
and, you know, certain someone keeps tweeting a bunch of gifts on the on the internet. Maybe RVD will be uh, someone's mystery opponent. Oh yeah, you, you never know. You never know. Play the game. Uh, lastly, the Hardy Boys are going to be at Triple Mania uh, thirty in uh, in Mexico for Triple uh, A. It's going to be June eighteenth, uh, two thousand twenty-two. So yeah, yeah, you know, Hardy Boys doing it once again. Kind of going back to those TNA days. The whatever the quest for gold that they had, just going all over the place, going to a bunch of different promotions. So you know them going to Triple Mania, it should be cool. Jeff needs to either work on the Swanton or stop doing it because progressively he keeps undershooting those things and they keep looking more and more terrible and dangerous. Yeah, I, I saw the one from uh, last night. I was like, oh boy, that's uh, that is not good. All right, let's get into the fan mail. We, we do have fan mail here, and then we're gonna get into Mania Madness. So that being said, dun, 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 dun. Where is it at? Where is it at? Here it is. All right. Uh, Dan. Oh, that was that was from last week. Let's not read that again. All right. Here we go. Jack of all trades. Oh, my God. Is Roman Reigns has just been. What, 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 did, he, did Brock just do the running knee thing to Roman? Yeah, I'm about to get a replay. I just need him. Jesus. Jack of all trades. He says, uh, it's here. Always love mania. Uh season my first mania i got to watch was wrestlemania 3 it was on my sixth birthday wow uh just turned 41 happy birthday man uh and i went back and watched it and it's still a spectacle hogan and andre of course the master class of savage and steamboat uh even really enjoyed junkyard dog versus harley race wrestlemania 3 an all-time classic the beginning of sports entertainment yeah i mean i've heard sam roberts say that wrestlemania 3 was like the beginning of like the sports entertainment side of things. And I guess that is true. You know, with the, all the buzz around uh, Hogan and Andre and just the spectacle and the 93,000 plus in attendance at the Pontiac uh, was a silver dome or Superdome? Which one was it? That would be the silver dome brother, silver dome brother. Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a nice email. Shout out Jack. Uh, Dan. Uh, what's your guys' favorite WrestleMania match? Mine, believe it or not, is Triple H versus Chris Jericho from WrestleMania 18. Really enjoyed the build. It's overshadowed by uh, Rock and Hogan, understandably, uh, with those with what those guys did a great job and was such a great story. Uh, but Triple H coming back from the quad tear and winning the world title at the biggest show was something special to watch. Yeah, man. I mean, it was it was there. You know, the title goes on last. That's the mentality they had, but. I mean, they've kind of gotten away from that now in recent in recent years. So, I mean, if if uh, if they just flip flopped it, you know, the Hunter and Jericho went on right before Hogan and uh, Hogan and uh, Hogan and uh, Rock. I think it would have been something different, and we could have got probably a better crowd reaction for Triple H winning the undisputed title. Yeah, I was oh. just watching that show. By the way, it was that sh- crowd was dead. They were, they were, they were dead. Uh, Robert Walker. We didn't answer his question. Oh, What's wait, your he... favorite WrestleMania match? Oh, favorite, Russell... favorite WrestleMania match? I mean, obviously, you know mine. Taker and Sean, 25, man. I watch it every year to, to get amped for, for Mania. So I kind of have two different ones. Like, obviously, okay. we're, we're watching Brock and Roman, and I was there. So I kind of just don't even count that because it shouldn't count. But I love that match for obvious reasons. But my favorite one, kind of just sitting there watching it, I still like go back to that Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell match of 28. Yes, I know. The end you know, of an the era. Sh- 
the Shawn Michaels matches are are better, and you know, even like maybe the CM Punk match. Nah, better, but there was just something about that Hell in a Cell match. You know, when I my kind of my first real WrestleMania back as a fan, it, it kind of it kind of did something for me. Look, man, hey, that that's the greatest kick out in the history of the business. I don't care. I don't care what anybody else says. You know, and my homie Stefan says Taker has like ten years we don't talk about. But I mean, if you really think about it, man, like. Undertaker had banger after banger after banger at WrestleMania. Like, let's start 23 with Batista, 24 with Edge, 25, 26 with Sean, 27, 28 with Hunter. And I'll throw 29 in there with CM Punk. You can go even further with the Ric Flair match at 18, the Triple H match at 17. No, we're talking about like consecutive, like consecutive bangers. So 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, seven consecutive years. Banger after banger after banger after banger. And I will say that WrestleMania 27 match Triple H. That was the I best thing like, on the show. I feel like it was the best match on the show, but I still feel that match is very overrated. Is it over? How's it overrated? It doesn't get I talked just, about just, a lot. I just don't feel like it's, I mean, you know, people say it's, you know, one of the, the better Triple H Undertaker matches. No, no, no. I no, just no, don't, no, I don't no, feel no, like nobody's, nobody, I feel like I'm, it's the worst out of the three. It, I, you know what? I haven't seen 17 in a while. So I don't know. But I mean, I wouldn't say it was like the best out of the three or anything. It's almost like kind of the worst of the Triple H kind of match. It's you know very kind of long and plotty and a little, you know, self-indulgent. So, but, I mean, he's a cerebral assassin. That's what he's it, doing. You know, it's just like the uh, like the Brock Lesnar Triple H mania match, the, the Batista mania match. It's kind of what happens with with Triple H. Batista mania matches. match was good. I mean, that this was WrestleMania 35. We're still doing the one night, however long that show was, like seven hours. It did not need to be that long. It It did not need to be that long. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. Uh, Let's get back to it. Robert Walker, what's your favorite WrestleMania? Uh, Mine is 14 because I was there. I was 12 years old. That's awesome. Uh, Super cool. Uh, Kane versus Undertaker, and of course, Stone Cold winning the WWE title from Shawn Michaels. Sorry, Philip, but I marked out. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Brandon, what's your favorite WrestleMania? Uh, once again, you know, 31's got to be the top one, but if we're going kind of all-time, you know, not there, um, I still go with 17. You know, wasn't a fan, wasn't watching at the time, but just going back and looking at all the matches, you know, they have legitimately three to four, you know, great WrestleMania matches on that card. And then, you know, topped it off with Stone Cold and The Rock. Uh, mine was WrestleMania 19, man. I mean, just ni- 19, it, uh, it, I, I, you know, I wasn't even watching wrestling at the time, but I, I just, I think that is the perfect show, in my opinion. I mean, Sean, it's Sean and Jericho. You have Sean, like, still coming back with the Dutch boy haircut, but like, he's really getting his groove. And like, you, you can see the second run is going to be something. Uh, even, even Hogan and Vince wasn't terrible. Um, and then Roddy Piper with the run in in Seattle. Yes, Roddy Piper with the run in. Uh, Taker with the handicap match, which it, it was, it was, it was whatever. Um, Triple H and Booker T. You know, we, we, you know, we all have our qualms with it, but I mean, it was, it was, it was a solid, solid match. Uh, then you, you know, you have you have Rock and Rock and Austin for the last time. You know, Austin, you know, putting the putting taking the boots off. You know, for the last time, uh, he may put them back on on WrestleMania Saturday. We don't know. We got to wait and see. And then, of course, Brock and uh, Kurt, despite the botch, it was just a great, it was just a great wrestling match, man. They had good wrestling in it. It was heightened drama. They had the big spot. Like, that match had everything you would want in a heavyweight title fight. And just that shot of Angle walking down to the, 
to the ring on that curved ramp in Seattle with the WWE title on. It's just, it was, it was, it was perfect to me. I, I love that match. I love that whole show. Yeah. I mean, I love that match too. I believe it was the winner for greatest WrestleMania in the first ever mania madness bracket tournament. Yes. Yes, it was. It was Oh, mania, mania madness. What are we going to do for next year? Do we know yet? No clue. Let's see. We've done. We've done greatest match. We've done main event. We're doing celebrity this year. We'll think of something. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, we can do greatest opener. That's the one next year. There we go. Boom. All right. Oh, Copenhagen Smith. Oh, out the blue. WrestleMania we weekend. Wrestle. Yes, yes, sir. Hey guys, what a WrestleMania? Uh, what's a WrestleMania match you guys really like that you think doesn't get talked about enough? Wow. For him, it's WrestleMania 2000. Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit. For, um, uh. For both the Intercontinental and uh, European Championships, two different people walked out with each title. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, that was – yeah, I think didn't, – didn't Angle walk in with both that, that year? It was something like that. I know Jericho walked out with one and Benoit walked out with the other. It was something, it was something like that. Interesting. I'm trying to think. Underrated. Um, Underrated Mania match. Oh man, uh damn, that's a good one. Um hmm. underrated mania match. That's that's what let me let me try to think. I well, I don't know why Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio from 27 is popping into my head. Uh what's an underrated WrestleMania match, huh? Uh, I'm, I'm well, I guess to- I'm just gonna keep banging the drum for WrestleMania 31. And I'll go with an underrated match. I mean, I just kind of talked about, you know, Triple H and Sting. I, th- I think it's one, it's, it's one of those matches that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. In-ring-wise, it's kind of plotting, but yeah. I have a whole lot of fun watching it. And I know, you know, the triple the Sting-NWO thing doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, it, it, uh, technically it does because Sting was NWO. He, well, he was in the Wolfpack at W. It was a completely different thing. I know. Kevin Owens was in the Wolfpack, too, so he, he brought along Hogan and, then, and Nash. You know, Triple, H, Triple H winning is right up there. You know, the Sting and Booker T finishes are you know pretty much, I think, one of the – not well, not one of the same in terms of the buildup, but, you know, I think the wrong person won that Mania match. But uh, I – you really think a WWE guy was going to lose at the biggest WWE show to a WCW guy? Did well, you... it, it didn't happen in 19, and it definitely happened at 31. Yeah, like <laughs> – Come on, bro. That wasn't going to happen. That was not going to happen. Uh, I don't, underrated Mania match. Also I, 31, that opening uh, ladder match. With oh, that Dane Ryan and Dean does. Ambrose and Luke Harper and, you know, all uh, those guys. Stardust, shout out Stardust. Sam Roberts did a ranking of all the WrestleManias on his show this week, and 31 is, like, number two. Great. It's a great card. Or not, I, mean, not, not, I don't think it's two. It's, like, it's like top five. It's in the top five. He said number – oh, the, Rollins is cashing in. Rollins is cashing in. Here it is. I mean, I remember going into the show thinking like, uh, you know, I'm just like, it's mania. It's going to be cool. I'm excited. But there is like not really one match I was really looking forward to. And then just by the end, I think just everything worked and it just kind of came together. And obviously, and obviously with the, uh, the cash in, it just kind of topped it off. The heist of the century. It's coming. It's coming. I can't think of, I can't think of an underrated one. I'm sorry. I can't. I mean, uh, let that, me go over that, that Lillian Garcia announcement is ingrained in my mind because I have the video of it and I watched that video 
hundreds of times probably. Wow. Um, the cash-in. Brian Tronic has just made it to Dallas, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. Do we have an itinerary for uh, Mr. Tronic? Uh, I believe they're going to try to hit MLW tonight. Okay. Okay. I've not heard what's on that card. Anything uh, special there? Uh, I mean, Big Goose, Jacob Fatu. That's, that's, that's all the special yeah, you that, need. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I know. Shout out Big Goose. Uh-oh. Lesnar has, Lesnar has Rollins. Spear by Reigns. Here it comes. Curb stomp. Boom. He's covering him. One, two, three. Heist of the century. And they find the three people in the crowd who are actually shocked and, you know, not going ape over this. Yes, right there. I remember being in my dorm, just losing my mind. I was like, oh, my God. The people that were in there, they were like, what, what's going on? I'm like, bruh, he just won the title. That's what's happening here. This is fantastic. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Now, let's get into Embratis Day X. Mr. X. Mr. X. Oh, my God. Here we go. He says, just an idea. How do you feel about Serena Deep joining the Blackpool Combat Club? I think that would be fantastic. The professor with Regal, Mox, and Danielson booking. That would that would be cool. That'd be interesting. Um, I know that maybe they're looking after like younger talent. So I don't know if they'd want to go like with the younger woman. Maybe I mean, even like a Japanese, just like getting some sort of Joshi in, in there would be kind of cool. But uh yeah. I mean Serenity, I really enjoy her. I'm I'm still waiting for CM Punk and Serenity to cross paths in AEW. I need it to happen. I need it to happen too. I don't know how, if it's just like a little quip, you know, a little throwaway thing, but I need it to happen. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to we are going to watch now WrestleMania 10, uh, the opener, which is Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. So Brandon, switch over. Everybody go. Luckily, the only thing that's good about the seasons on the Peacock is that you can actually tell the WrestleManias apart. Now, when you're doing seasons of. You know, Raws and WCWs. Yeah, very hard. But at least for WrestleManias, you can keep track. You know which one's which. Yep. I just I I haven't stopped at all all zero, and I haven't paused. So, no. We'll we'll answer some more questions while you can get set up, and while other people can get set up. All right. He also says, please explain to me this. Uh, you have two nights of WrestleMania, yet your Intercontinental and United States champs appearing on SmackDown in matches that don't really uh, do anything to build up the titles or the people holding them. Facts. Yeah, it uh, I, that's that's mind boggling to me. I, I thought Priest and and Balor, I thought that was definitely going to Mania. We're gonna get the Demon United States Champion, but that's not happening. Uh I, that's a head scratcher to me. I don't understand why that's not happening. Don't get it. We could have mm-hmm. at least done a Razor Ramon Memorial Ladder match or something, man. Yeah, you got fourteen matches, fifteen if you count the KO show, and you can't even get you know two of your titles on there. And and one of the one of the title matches are two titles. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, what? Uh, and both the women's matches are on the same night. Yep. When's the uh, tag team match? The it's tag on match Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really looked over the shows, but yeah, well, uh, it's, night it's... night two is definitely kind of just a one match card. Yeah. No, I mean. No, night two. I mean, you have Edge and you have Edge and AJ, which is going to be good. Which we're, I mean, we're going to talk about. Uh, also, he says, "Do you think that? Uh, do you think will? Uh, who do you think will join Santana, Ortiz, and Kingston to even up the odds against the Jericho Appreciation Society?" Honestly, I don't even. 
I I didn't even watch AEW last night, so I'm, I I won't be able to answer that one. Um, I I don't know because you know yeah I don't know how far along they want to stretch this out. You kind of got FTR turning. You could always you know plug them in there. I don't know if they FTR you know, with the 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 NWO inspired gear. I dug that. Surprised they're not getting a cease and assist, but yeah. Oh, um, Tony Storm's all elite. She is all elite. I am so excited. I've you been know, sing, singing her praises forever. I'm I'm still not in, in I don't impressed or whatever you know whatever the word I'm trying to look for is. Um, I mean I'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see if she can you know be a bigger star outside of the uh, <laughs> outside of the company that she was just at. Then it's a success. I have to answer this phone call. Talk about Tony Storm. Well, people out there, you know, definitely a big Tony Storm fan. Um, you know, she comes in, she does the May Young Classic both years. And I thought she really impressed. And honestly, I didn't really know too much about her before. And I was impressed by her work. And then just for whatever reason, it just never really clicked. Um, you know, she did good stuff in NXT UK, NXT US. She never really got a chance. And then obviously she gets called up and that just stop, start, push and all the other different things. So, I mean, even going to like the NXT days, I still never thought Tony Storm got like a fair shake. So hopefully in AEW where the women's division. The, they yeah, desperately yeah. needed another woman. So you yeah, know, I'm happy it, that she's there. But yeah, was she, she was the NXT UK champion, right? She was the NXT, NXT UK champion. All right, all right. And, you know, having the bunny be her first match, it's not exactly going to set the world on fire. So I'm hoping so get a little taste. So I'm hoping, you know, you throw in some more talent, you put in, you know, some Rihos or Hikaru Shidas or some people like that in there that maybe they can have any Sakura. Yeah. And, you know, who knows? Athena's been kind of floated out there as but, possibly uh, uh, joining AEW. But that, that is true. I threw this I threw this up there on a on on Instagram. She won the Cinderella tournament 2017, the five star Grand Prix in 2017, the May Young in 2018. Could she win the Owen Hart tournament? I mean, just call her Tournament Tony. She knows how to do it. She knows how to get it done. I know. She spent a lot of time in stardom. You know, she she tore it up. All right. Um, going back to Embratus Day X. Oh, what kind of Hall of Fame speech do you think Scott Steiner is going to have? That big bad booty daddy. I don't know, man. It's going to be something. It's going like, to. I think they're going to do a bit. I think they're going to like do something to where you know, Scott, to do the, math, the math promo has to come up. Like they do to. like. I think they do like a like they kind of make a joke about it. Like they keep it short and sweet. Scott, you know, makes like a little bit of a joke. Rick kind of tries to haul him back in. Maybe Chucky makes an appearance. Who knows? I don't know. Let's press play on the uh, on the WrestleMania 10. And three, two, one, play. There we go. And lastly, uh, Mr. X says, also a, a bomber jacket I had to uh, – also a bomber jacket I had uh, the honor to do the art for, the legend of Vader, which was – uh, commissioned by his son is up on pre-sale at Pro Wrestling Tees. If anyone is interested, oh, he made that one. I've seen it. Have you seen it? I have seen it. He's been plugging away on his Instagram. It, it looks, you know, it's really dope. Uh, if you're a big Vader fan, if you're a big Mr. X fan, you know, go check it out. And uh, you know, we got to like I, it. Go get it. I know. I, I I gotta get Vader's son on here to talk talk about Vader, man. Him go finally going in the Hall of Fame. I think that's something that that, that would be cool to do. All right, uh, I think that is that is it for the questions and everything in between. It's time for Mania Madness 3. Mr. Tanguma, take it away. 
So yes, Mania Madness 3 is finally upon us. I have no idea how long this is going to take because normally we would span this out over a bunch of different episodes. But yes, we are going to be doing the celebrity edition of Mania Madness. So what is the best celebrity appearance? Um, So we talked about it last week. I tried to get it to where it was one celebrity appearance per Mania. You would think that'd be easy, but looking over, there are some Manias that don't have really any uh, celebrities really in it so i did have to kind of work my magic and kind of put two celebrities from a mania and i try not to do musical acts but i did have to throw some musical acts in there uh, we have 38 uh celebrities groups whatever you want to call them in here um we do have even logan paul 38 which is spe- speculative but we will start it off we're gonna kind of go in chronological order from one through 38 so let's start it off with kind of the play, and we have a few play in brackets here. We got Refrigerator William Perry from WrestleMania 2 in the Chicago Battle Royal, which hosted a bunch of different uh, football players, taking on Alice Cooper from WrestleMania 3, who did accompany Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, I'm going Alice Cooper. <laughs> I agree. I'll, I'll go with Cooper as well, just because, you know, he actually was kind of a a focal point, you know, fridge was a focal point in his little match, but uh, yeah, I mean, WrestleMania two, man, like the best thing to come from WrestleMania two isn't even the boxing match with, uh, Oh, Lil, wow. Is little Richard on here? He's, he's at 10 about to sing the national anthem. Is little Richard on here? Yes, he is. Okay. All right. Shout out little Richard. Tutti fruity. But yeah, the best thing to come from WrestleMania two is the Mattel pack that featured uh, Mr. T and Roddy Piper. That's it. That's all the two had to offer. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. T going in uh, from the qualifier, Mr. T from WrestleMania 1 takes on Alice Cooper from WrestleMania 3. I don't really think there's much of an argument. If there's no Mr. T, there might not be no WrestleMania. Mr. T, it is. A pity. All, right. All right. So then going on, we got Bob Euchre from WrestleMania 4. He did the promo with Andre the Giant iconically. Andre kind of chokes him out and he makes a funny face. And then we got Morton Downey Jr. from WrestleMania 5. Now, for us, especially our age group, we have no idea who this guy is. He was some sort of radio personality, but he was was in the segment with Roddy Piper when uh, Piper makes his comeback, you know, hits him with the the fire extinguisher, an iconic moment. But Euchre, I think, just overall is better suited for WrestleMania. It's it's a gif. Euchre's a gif. He was on, you know, three, four. I think he was on five and some other ones. Is is Euchre still with us? Uh, he is still with us. He is. I think he's still a baseball announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers. Really? Bob Euchre, huh? Mr. Euchre, are you still with us? Of course he's still with us. Okay. I just I just had to, I just had to make sure. Bob All Euchre. right. Yep. Moving on down. Uh, we got eight years old. Jesus. We got Steve Allen from WrestleMania six taking on Regis Philbin from seven. I will be honest, when I did this, I looked up, I had my notes and I knew everything. I cannot remember what's, who Steve Allen is and what he did. Regis Philbin, a legend, so I'm going with old Regis. Regis Philbin is a legend. I, he is one of the people you study uh, when, when, when you conduct the interview or you get into this game. Love Regis, RIP. He was also a... Uh, and for anybody who stayed home from like school, your mom had on Regis and 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 uh and and Kelly. So you 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 watched Regis growing up. Then kind of filling out this quadrant, we get Burt Reynolds and his luscious mustache from old 
WrestleMania 10, taking on Lawrence Taylor LT from WrestleMania 11 in that main event match with Bam Bam Bigelow. LT. It does have to be LT because, you know, he's, well, if he, outside of Mr. T, you know, one of the most famous celebrity matches yeah, in but WrestleMania he, history. It's a shame because that didn't really do anything for Bam Bam after. Yeah, I it kind of sucks, but Bam Bam went know, back to it, ECW and got choked out by Taz and went through a ring in a stage. And he, I mean, even by this point, LT was kind of past his prime. So, like, if you were put it in these terms, I don't even know who LT would be. Like a, a Von Miller? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, moving on, we got another play-in game. This one is from both WrestleMania 11. These will be the two women who oh were the valets. God for uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. So we get Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Pamela Anderson, she has that series out right now on uh, on Hulu, the Pam and Tommy story. I'm a big Jenny McCarthy fan, though, so I'm going to go Jenny McCarthy. Well, this is where we disagree. Big Pamela fan, you know, shout out Borat. Borat love some Pamela wait, Anderson. Wait a second, brother. We need a coin now. You have a coin? We need a coin. We need it. Or actually, no. Hey, how about we ask my mother? She, she could be the deciding factor. Okay. Ask her Pamela Anderson or Jenny McCarthy. Pam Anderson or Jenny McCarthy, mother? Jenny McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy it is. This is this is rigged. This is rigged. <laughs> All right. So, old. it doesn't matter who wins this first round because we already know who she's going to lose to because okay. they take on old Mike Tyson from WrestleMania 14. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't. Okay. Uh, Mike Tyson. There we go. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Easy. We agree on that one. So then um, moving on, we got the Attitude Era era of the WrestleManias from WrestleMania 15. We got old Pete Rose uh, continuing his shtick going after Kane and the uh, city of Philadelphia, taking on the first musical act we have here from WrestleMania 2000. Old Ice-T, when he played out The Godfather, sang an old Pimpin' Ain't Easy. <laughs> and he literally just said pimping ain't easy for like two straight minutes pimping ain't easy uh uh pimping ain't easy what what oh my god uh wrestlemania 2000 is interesting i'm gonna go pete rose dude thank you i go pete rose as well he was you know one of those other celebrities who was a, a recurring bit at wrestlemania even uh yeah. later WrestleMania's as well. So then we have another. Uh, we have a what you call it? A showdown of Attitude Era metal groups. We get from WrestleMania 17 or X7. We get Motorhead, who played out Triple H. Oh man! And we have Saliva from WrestleMania 18, who played out. They played out the Dudley Boys, I think, and they also did some other stuff. Saliva was. Big in that you know 2001 to 2003 era of WWE. Live was great, man. They sing uh, they sing uh, Batista's theme song. But uh, I think I'm you going go motor. With, I'm going motorhead. You, you got to go with Motorhead. You know, I love Triple Lemmy. H. It's a uh, it's a legendary not only just in wrestling but just a re- legendary group in general. So then continuing yes. on, I think this is the best uh, matchup we have in the entire opening round, especially in the play-in. We get Limp Biscuit for WrestleMania 19. Keep on rolling, baby. Taking on the Boys Choir of Harlem for WrestleMania 20. 
Oh, heavyweight oh, matchup. Oh my God, it's Harlem. It's, it's Harlem and Harlem Heat, and oh my, oh my God. I, I don't want to do it to the choir. I'm I, I I'm a man of the church, but I'm gonna have to go Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's uh, this was a heavyweight battle. You know, nurse, no, bro. no disrespect to the boys choir of Harlem, but you know, Limp Biscuit is a well, not Limp Biscuit, but Fred Durst is a playable character in a rest in a, a WWE video game. So I guess we got to do. Uh, did you uh? Did you know that the EVP Mike Mike, uh, Mike Marks it, it's, people call him Lil Durst? I can I can see that. My my brother, when he uh, kind of shaves up a little bit, wears his, wears his hat backwards, does look like a little Fred Durst as well. All right, all right. So Limp Biscuit defeating, taking down the boys' choir of Harlem gets to face an even bigger heavyweight matchup from WrestleMania twenty one. That would be. Aki Bono, the legendary sumo wrestler, one of the many celebrity matches the, uh, the Big Show has had at WrestleMania. So it's Aki Bono versus Old Limp Biscuit. Oh, Limp Biscuit still. Oh, Limp Biscuit making it through. Whew. That sets up a major match in the second round. Uh, but let's move on over to the other side of the bracket where we got uh, the more modern era of WrestleMania as we get. Another play-in match where we get Aretha Franklin for WrestleMania 23 taking on P.O.D. from WrestleMania 22. I cannot remember who they were playing in, but you got to show some respect to legend Aretha. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We're going with Aretha, baby. In Detroit. So Aretha moves on, but she gets the tough matchup, possibly one of the, the number one seeds in this bracket as she also faces someone from WrestleMania 23, and that would be Mr. Donald J. Trump from WrestleMania, Battle of the Billionaires. Aretha, I'm sorry. I think your run. Ended. Oh, no, I'm picking Aretha. Oh, you're picking Aretha. So we're getting I'm, Aretha Franklin with the upset wait, of the we might have a. We might have a. We might have. We might have a. We might have something. Hold on. Uh, Demond, you, you're, you're on the Bullet Cast Live right now. We're doing Mania Madness and we're doing a bracket for best celebrity appearances. Donald Trump is going up against Aretha Franklin. Aretha, what, what the hell kind of question is that? What the- there you have it. Aretha, Aretha's going. Aretha's going. St. Peter's who? Aretha Franklin upsetting yes. Donald Trump in the opening round. Moving on. Do, what, what, do you, you want to stick around for the rest of Mania Madness, bud? Uh, 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 sure, sure. Why not? There, there that, we that, go. That sounded like a very enthusiastic sure. Absolutely. What's what? What's what, well, moving what, on? We get a, another absolute heavyweight battle from a pair of WrestleMania 24 appearances. We get Kim Kardashian. Oh, taking on Floyd Money Mayweather in his oh. match against the Big Show. Kim or Floyd? Kim or Floyd? Floyd. Kim is gonna drive in the lake somewhere. Bye, you know, Kim. We don't talk about royalty like that. Okay. Talk about him like that because you want to munch up. Whoa, yeah, we can't, we can't. We can't we, this is a fr- this is a family show. We we can't talk like that here. Family understand. This is all it's, it's all about Floyd. I'm sorry. No Kim by Kim. Hello, Floyd. Are you picking Floyd too? As much as I am a Kim Mark, um, I will have to go with Floyd just this in terms out, of this the, is rigged. This is an outrage. In terms, he actually did have a match. You know, he actually showed up for he got a hell of a payday. He actually did something compared to Kim just standing there and being like what what did she? What did she exactly do? I forget. She Raven Simone attendance. was at this WrestleMania too. That's Raven Simone. She's All right. actually done stuff too. All right. Um, 
when did, when did Kim actually do this? She announced the attendance for this. I, I Snoop did was a Snoop Dogg in there? Did Snoop Dogg clothesline Chavo Guerrero or something? Or was it Santino Morello? I don't know. There were a lot of celebrities at 24. John Legend was there. A lot of celebrities at 24. All right, moving on, we get uh, Mickey Rourke from WrestleMania 25 taking on old Fantasia from WrestleMania 26. So uh, Mickey Fantasia was at WrestleMania 26? I believe she's saying America the Beautiful or something. Mickey Rourke was supposed to be in a match with Jericho. He didn't want to because he thought it was real and he thought it was going to hurt his Oscar noms or whatever, but he did show up, punch Jericho in the face, or Fantasia from American Idol. Yeah. Look, having having a wrestling match doesn't hurt your Oscar nominations. Will Smith slapped a guy and still won. There you go. We we it only took us about forty five minutes, but we finally got a Will Smith reference. Boom. There we go. Man, Brian trying to keep keep saying he's a champion. He might he might he might end up like Chris Rock. We don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Fanta- Demon Fantasia or uh, Mickey Rourke. You know the fact that he suckered out of a match just because he's worried about his Oscars is kind of like you know. Princessy, so he he ran from it. So I'm gonna have to go with Tasia on this one. They are showing some love to Fantasia. Oh, yes, American Idol. I'll be honest, didn't even really know she was uh, at WrestleMania until I did this. But you know, she's moving on. Fantasia, Screw Mickey F- Fantasia, it's unanimous. And then the WrestleMania 27 battle. You oh, get old Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman taking on Snooky. Undefeated at WrestleMania should be a WWE Hall of Famer. The greatest winning percentage in WrestleMania history is Snooki. Snooki has a better WrestleMania winning percentage than The Undertaker. It is facts. I'm going with Snooki. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Snooks on this one. All right. All right. All right. All right. And then uh, we get a play in match with Living Color. Shout Living out. C- yes. Yes. Uh, playing out CM Punk to the ring in that Undertaker match. Or Rev Theory, who I believe played out Randy Orton at, at WrestleMania 30. Damn. I'm I'm going, I'm going live in color. I'm going live in color, man. You know, I, I, I I'm I'm gonna have to go with Randall. Oh, he's going Rev Theory. So Brandon, you're the deciding factor. I is am the living, deciding factor. Is it living color? Uh, I am going to go with Living Color. Uh, I thought it's a great performance. You know, I love CM Punk, love Living Color, Cult of Personality, great song. One of my favorite things to play on uh, the Guitar Hero, but moving on, Living Color faces off against a celebrity who did have a match at WrestleMania 28, and that would be Maria Menounos. Big and Maria Menounos, Mark. Uh, I'm going. Love Maria her Menounos. every time I go to the theater. She's there doing the pre stuff. Great time. I know she she battled cancer too. Like I'm going Maria Menounos, bro. Still doing a thing. She still appears for WWE from time from time to time. I, I I think this one is unanimous. I think I think we I think he and I chose Maria Menounos. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely went with Maria. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Demond, do you, do you have Zoom? Is that on your you have, you have the app on your phone? No, I do not. Oh. I deleted it because I got mad. Don't judge me. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, he deleted because he got upset, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I feel that. Then moving on. Just talked about a WrestleMania 31. Yes, she might be at this year's WrestleMania, but at this very point, she was a celebrity. That would be Ronda Rousey taking on Shaq from 32 in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Ronda versus Shaq. Now, Ronda, she uh, she put Stephanie McMahon in an arm bar, and Shaq, he was in a battle royale. I'm going Ronda Rousey. You know, I'm going to have to go with Ronda, too. Just the fact that she lifted Triple H over her shoulder was very impressive to me. Yes. Yes, yes, there we go. Going with Rhonda 
as well. Then let's move on to the Battle of the Gronks. Oh. Gronk from WrestleMania 33 when he was a part of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or Gronk from 36 when he was the host of the pandemic empty WrestleMania. Uh, 33. 33. 33 had fans. True, true. But it was on the pre-show. But I, it, I got to say, it takes a lot of a lot of willpower to be able to do something like that with no fans. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm kind of neutral on this one. Oh, he's, he's neutral. He's neutral. To be honest, I do not remember much of what Gronk did at WrestleMania 36, besides like maybe some some 24/7 shenanigans and him being a little pussy and not jumping off the thing. And Vince had to teach him how to do it. But yeah, I would go with Gronk from 33, him and uh, Jinder Mahal tearing the house down on the pre-show. Him and, him and Jinder tearing the house down. There we go. My, um, my, uh, my, my peacock cut out for a second. I was a little scared. All right. Then we finally have reached the end of the, uh, the first round. We get a oh, play geez. in between uh, another Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with the combination of Che and Jost from uh, SNL taking on someone who we haven't even seen yet. We're going to be speculative on Logan Paul, WrestleMania 38 in this tag team match. I'm going to go Logan Paul. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I hate, I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, I, I think there could be something there. You know, we, we, we don't, we don't know. It's kind of unfair to put him in here, but you know, we had to do this for the bracket and he hasn't even done anything yet. So, uh, well, I'm he going... was at WrestleMania 37. Didn't exactly get in, you know, didn't get into it, but you know, he's been he, it. he sold the stunner. Well, there you go. So yeah. I'm going Logan Paul. Brandon, are you going Logan? I, I go Logan as well. I love Colin, Joseph, Michael Che, but uh, it was not it was not good at WrestleMania 35. Not good at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. After listening to what you guys have to say, you're right. As much as I hate it as well, I have to go with him, too. All right. There we go. All right. Then finally, Logan Paul a celebrity who's going to have a match at this year's WrestleMania taking on arguably the most surprising celebrity match of all time from last year. That will be uh, Mr. Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny. I mean, that 37. Damon and I watched that together, man. That, that was, that was fine. Arguably yeah. the best celebrity match of all time. Yeah, that, that was, that was great. It was very, very entertaining. Yes, 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 oh. yes, yes. All we'll right. see if Pat, we'll Pat McAfee can top it. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it later, but I do think I have higher hopes for Pat than uh, Mr. Logan. Okay, now we're into the second round, finally. Uh, Mr. T taking on old Bob Euchre. WrestleMania 1 and 2 and 3 and 4, pretty much. Uh, Mr. T. Mr. T? (laughs) Yep, Mr. T, just because he's black. All right. There we go. All right. Let's see, let's see if that uh, same logic goes into this next one as we go with Regis Philbin taking on LT, Lawrence Taylor. Ah, oh, Lawrence Taylor. Do, do, do you have one, Lawrence? Lawrence Taylor or Regis? Uh, shoot. Uh, eh, Lawrence. Yep, because he's black. Yep. Once again, let's see if Thurs times the charm, which I think it might be. Mike Tyson taking on Pete Rose. My, oh, Mike Tyson. Mike. Mike, all the way. You see, this is black excellence, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, well, you're going to have to uh, put the black excellence to the side on this next matchup because we got Motorhead taking on Limp Biscuit. Oh, Motorhead or Limp Biscuit, Damon? Oh, 
gonna have to go with Limp Biscuit, man. My mom even said Limp Biscuit. I, Oof. I'm going Limp Biscuit too. I guess I'm getting outvoted. I love me some Limp Biscuit, but I really love me some Motorhead. But the people have spoken. I guess we're going with old Limp Biscuit. Uh, moving on, and we got double black excellence on this oh. one. We got Aretha Franklin taking on Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Aretha. Aretha, man. Aretha just, the dream run continues for old Aretha. From a play-in game to now she's in the Elite Eight or whatever this is. Yes. Uh, then uh, we continue with black excellence and um, bronze excellence, I guess, as Fantasia takes on Snooki. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Snooky. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. Cu- I'm cutting. Yeah, when you look at what they, what she's done, is definitely Snooky on this one. It's Snooky. Uh, then we get Greek excellence as Maria Manunos takes on Ronda Rousey. One woman celebrity oh. actually had a match in this one. The ah. other one just had kind of a segment, but she did get a little physical. I would say the Ronda appearance was way more over than Maria. I was there. I lean Ronda in this one. I'm gonna go Rhonda. I love me some Maria, but I'm going. I'm going Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda definitely. Rhonda's unanimous. Then Gronk from WrestleMania 33 taking on Bad Bunny from last year. Ah, oh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bunny. All right. Yep. So this has set up an Elite Eight matchup between the T's, Mr. T, and LT. Both okay. influential celebrity matchups. Uh, you if you like we said earlier, if there's no Mr. T, there may not be a successful WrestleMania one. So I'm going Mr. T. Wow, I like the way you put that. I'm gonna say Mr. T too. Yep, there we go. Uh, I do agree. Uh, maybe in ring wise, the LT matches were better, but for what it means to WrestleMania, definitely Mr. T. Then with the, the dream run of Olympus can might finally come to an end as they take on Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's Mike, man. Sorry, Lip. It's, it's Mike Tyson, man. All right. Continuing on with another dream dream run, Aretha Franklin. She runs into the monster that is the Snooky. Can the Snooky take down Aretha? Uh, no, it's Aretha. Uh, Aretha's from Detroit, so I'm going with Aretha. It's, it's Aretha. Can anybody stop Aretha right now? I, I do no, not know. I don't think I, so. I have no clue. Then we get Rhonda taking on Bad Bunny. Oh, this Bad Bunny. A, this one's a big one. Bad Bunny, man. Uh, oh, that's difficult, man. Uh, oh, he picked Rhonda. Now he's putting me in the hot seat because I was at Rhonda. But I would say the Bad Bunny match was a lot more impressive and surprising. Both of them did get over quite a bit. Oof, I mean, The Rock was there. Uh, I mean, we forget how over Ronda was seven years ago when she was still the UFC champion. Can we go sure. to uh, to Mama Antoine and can can she maybe can she maybe break the the tie? Because I don't know where to go on this one. Mama, she, 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 she don't know who Bad Bunny is. <sighs> Dang, she don't know the bunny. It's, um, it's you. It's you. It's all falls on my shoulders. I guess. I will go. I'm, I've been talking up 31 so much. I'll go with Bad Bunny. Oh, Bad Bunny beats out Ronda Rousey. Dang. As we're still watching Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10. Nice short arm clothesline by Bret Hart. One, two, kick out by Owen. 
All right. Then we got the final four. Got a lot of melatonin here as we got Mr. T, Mike Tyson, Aretha Franklin, and the Bad Bunny. Wow. So take it, taking on the, uh, I don't know what you would call it, the older side of the bracket. Mr. T taking on Mike Tyson in the final four. Ooh. Ah. Uh... Mr. T's gonna make that run, man. He's he 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 he's gonna as as imperative as what what Tyson did at fourteen, and you know the whole punching out Sean and Austin, you know holding up the championship and whatnot. That Mr. T WrestleMania one, it's it's so integral to what happens to sports entertainment as a whole. But if there's no Mike Tyson, one could say you know WWE might really start losing the war. That's and true. That, not that's, no, that's another, that's another thing. No WWE anymore. That's that's another thing. You know, t- the Tyson Austin <laughs> shove off was it, it popped ratings. I, I think they got like an eight million that night or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Mike Tyson. Demond Tyson or Mr. T. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tyson, man. All right, all right. Tyson makes it to the championship match, and Aretha she cannot be stopped. No, as she takes on the bad bunny, Aretha, well, I a think, legend. I think this is where we have to we have we have to kind of like make sense of it. Aretha, as great as she was, one of the greatest voices of a generation. She spanned multiple generations. Beautiful, beautiful woman. But bad bunny for be, being, you know, another recording artist who was very popular at the top of his game. He came out there and he shocked a lot of people. He. He had what I still think is the best celebrity match to date. So I'm going to go Mr. Bad Bunny. I'm sorry, Aretha. I love you. Well, when you look at when you when you look at when you look at it that way, uh, it, it makes a lot more sense to uh, to choose Bad Bunny over Aretha. I'm gonna have to go with Bad Bunny on this one as well. Still, still a lot of RESPCT to Aretha, but we got We got to go with the Bad Bunny, man. Yep. Bad Bunny moves on, and now so we get Bunny, who was in a match, takes on Mike Tyson, who was the outside enforcer. Ooh. WrestleMania 14, WrestleMania 37, arguably the most important celebrity appearance of all time, taking on maybe the best celebrity appearance of all time. Oh man, oh man, this this is this is this this is something. We're, we're, this is the final. This is it. This is the final. This Winner is gets the crown. Winner gets a cut down the net. I mean, Bad Bunny, former twenty four seven champion, he wore the title on SNL. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I uh, oh my god, oh my god, Demond, what what are your what are your thoughts? The people need to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Oh God! <clears throat> well, damn. I mean, Bad Bunny put on a good show in a match. I mean, incredible match. One of the best celebrity matches I've seen. The Bunny Destroyer was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Then had the nerve to actually, you know, win a title, you know, wore it on Essen. I mean, come on. Yeah, let's go with Bad Bunny. He he picked Bad Bunny. He Bad picked the bunny. Bunny got one. Well, bunny. Philip, I'm going to have to put it on your shoulders because, you know, I'm the stone cold guy. I am going to go with Ooh. Mike Tyson. I, I know maybe the actual appearance, like what he did at WrestleMania wasn't the best, but I still think his influence and his drawing ability makes it one of the best. It is the best celebrity appearance of WrestleMania history. Wow. Mike Tyson, WWE Hall of Famer. Oh man. Um this is tough. This is tough. I don't like I don't like pressure. 
I don't like. I don't like. I don't like pressure. Jesus. Oh my God! This this is this is difficult. This is a. Uh, this, this is like being at a taqueria. Do you want El Pastor or or, or carne asada? Oh my God. Um, I'm. And you can't go one of each. You can't go one of each. Unless you're at iguanas, get that steak and shrimp because it's fire. Um, I. What did you say, Molly? Who was tiny? Okay, he's she. She's talking. She's talking about. She's talking about Debo, and he. He, he was never at a WrestleMania, mother. So I'm sorry, mother. Uh, Mike Tyson or Bad Bunny? My mom. My, my mom chose my, Mike Tyson. Wins, guys. Mike. There we go. Mike there Tyson go. won Mania Madness. He has won so many titles in his past, but none more prestigious than winning a Mania Madness. Yes, I know. Mike Tyson coming up with those uh those those edibles that are shaped like Evander Holyfield's ear. I have got to try them. I mean, if they taste like human flesh, I don't want them. But I've got, I've got to, you know, I've got, I've got to see. What's I, th- I think they're supposed to be chocolatey or something. Oh, chocolate! Yes. I really like chocolate. Oh man, oh man. So, Damon, are you are you going to stay with us for the rest of the show? Or do you want me to call you back later? I will not be staying with you for the rest of the show because I'm actually going out. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I will. Uh... Absolutely, I will. Uh, I will call you back in a uh, in in a little bit. Alrighty. All right, man. Thank you. Yep. Stay black. Told us to stay black. All right. That is that has done it for WrestleMania Madness, and now we are uh, we are going to be starting to talk about NXT. Stand and deliver. I have to answer the door. Start talking about it, Brandon. So we do have NXT stand and deliver. This is taking place Saturday afternoon at the American Airlines Center, home of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I've seen on WrestleTix, they've sold like around 3.5, 4,000 tickets. Uh, not exactly a takeover level of tickets being sold to this event, but nonetheless, it is a premium live event. For old NXT now, people being upfront, being completely honest, I have not really been keeping up with NXT really at all. So um, we will get on into it with the first match on this one. I need to hopefully ask Philip a question because I did see this and I have no idea why this is a thing. But the tag team champ, the women's tag team championships will be on the line as Toxic Attraction, the champions which is Gigi Dolan and JC Jane taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Yes, I did not misspeak. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are back together. Philip, as someone who did not really watch NXT, I saw this on the Instagram. Why in the blue hell is Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai back together after they had a blood feud a couple months ago? Um, She needed a – she Raquel needed a partner and. I guess I guess time heals all wounds. Even though, how long ago did they have their blood feud? I mean, didn't she it was, show up? It was at during like the Halloween. black and gold era, so that was that was a well, while. Was gonna, ago. Well, no, didn't she show up at like Halloween Havoc as like the hooded figure and attack Raquel to cost her the title match against Mandy? Okay, so November, December, January, February, March—it's been five months. You know, girl, girls make up quicker. Okay. You know, but I, I was told they just hold grudges forever. They, I mean, they make up, but they do hold grudges towards men, really. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, prediction thoughts on 
on this, I think toxic as, as someone who has no idea what's going on, I think they keep it on the toxic attraction, especially because Raquel and Dakota just came back out of out of nowhere. Yeah, I, ah, did did Raquel and Dakota were they ever tag champs together? I do not think so. Let me check that real quick. If I can get the history or the reigns, no, they they're the first ever ta- they're the first ever champions. Of course they were. Okay. They only they only won it for like a day because they didn't win it correctly or something, and then they lost it to Ember Munashasi. Uh, that's right. Uh, maybe they have their actual run. So I'm gonna go uh, Raquel and uh, Dakota. Moving on, we get the. Five, fatal five-way ladder match for the NXT North American title. We're not going to get this for the IC title, but we get it for the North American title. Carmelo Hayes, the champion, will defend against Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. So this uh, has the possibility of being just a absolute cluster F. Bodies flying all over the place. Um, I think the, the A champion retains. I, I do think we get Carmelo Hayes retaining. Because he and- is him. In an exciting car crash match as we see the finish to arguably the greatest opening match of all time. Of Owen Hart and Bret Hart, as Owen has some white substance hanging out of his mouth. Absolutely disgusting. It's it's spit. That's all it is. Then we get Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo. How you doing? How's your mother doing? Uh, Ciampa teased that this is going to be his last match in NXT. Now, what does that mean for the future of Ciampa? We do not know. Does Ciampa do the deeds on the way out? Does he beat D'Angelo? What do you see this one? Uh, I think D'Angelo needs this. I'm going to go Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I think we get D'Angelo getting the win. You know, he's had a, he had the loss to, to Butch. A couple weeks ago in kind of his last big match. So if it is Ciampa, he's a veteran, you know, do the job on the way out and he can have his little moment of just kind of in the ring and everyone chanting Ciampa and having his great old time. So then we get to the uh, NXT Women's Championship. This is a fatal four-way match. Now, tell me if this makes any sense, people. We get Mandy Rhodes champion defended against Cora Jade and the Dusty Cup winners the tag team of Io Shirai and Kayla Ray. But instead of going after the tag titles, they were like, hey, you know, because we're Dusty Cup winners, let's just say, forget the tag team titles. Let's go after the singles championships. Championship. That uh, that does not make any sense at all whatsoever. Doesn't make any sense, but at least they're putting Io and Kaylee in this match. So it should be much better than if it was just Cora and Mandy. Um, yeah, I I think Mandy retains because I, I know we have a lot of title retentions, but uh, I think Mandy retains because I think Cora Jade will be the one to defeat Mandy one on one. Yeah, I, I still don't. I still wonder, like, why? What is EO doing down at NXT? She's been there for so long. I, I mean, call she, her up. She's doing the Champa thing. Yeah, I mean, Oscar's MIA at this point. Don't even know where she's at. But she's chilling. She's chilling at the house at the crib. You didn't know. Who knows? You, you, didn't, you really didn't know? You at the crib with Asuka? So moving on. Anyways, uh, the NXT Tag Team Championships are on the line in a triple threat match. We get Imperium, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Barthel, the champs, defending against the Creed Brothers and MSK. This arguably, 
I think is going to be the best match. You know, six way, six man tag team match should be uh, very fun. And the Creed brothers, this will be their uh, time to shine. Yeah, MSK's in the news for some other things, or one of them is, I should say. Yeah. Um, Re- repeat, it's it's Imperium, MSK, and who else? The Creed Brothers. I'm, I'm going the Creed Brothers. I'm a fan. I like them. They, uh, Malcolm Bivens is uh he's he's their uh he's their manager, correct? Yes, I was gonna. I'm gonna go with the Creed Brothers as well. Just a complete shot in the dark. Uh, give them the titles. Have Malcolm Bivens, you know, ramble on and put them over so i like them then uh, la knight taking on gunther or walter uh just a regular old singles grudge match Uh, i got gunther just absolutely killing la knight i I got i got gunther as well that's 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 who i see that's why i see doing this in the main event for the nxt championship old ziggles dolph ziggler defends his title against braun breaker uh he was acknowledged as a steiner maybe we get rick and or scott on the show, but to make a run in uh, Dolph defended against Braun. Is this his crowning moment, even though he's been championed once before or does he lose? So then he can go get called up to the main roster already. I don't, I don't think he's going up that quick. I, this, the, the, the title was put on Dolph for this exact moment to be uh, in front of a, a larger crowd outside of the uh, performance center, capital wrestling center, whatever we're calling it. And uh, the young Braun Breaker, what is he, 24, 25, get that massive pop beating a, uh, the workhorse of the company and Dolph Ziggler and holding up that NXT championship once again. So I'm going Mr. Braun Breaker. Shout out uh, Fink with his full head of hair. Definitely not plugs. Yes. Uh, before, be- before Brandon gives his answer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on WrestleMania 10, fast forward it to one hour, 54 minutes and 29 seconds. Of course, we are going to watch the great ladder match between HBK and the now uh, no longer with us Razor Ramon. Get get that cute get that cued up here for the people or me once again. Say the uh, time frame. Uh, one hour fifty four minutes and twenty nine seconds. You should be seeing both Intercontinental Championships strapped, hung in the air. All right, so. Let's get on into it. So for the main event, yeah, I, I'm go with Braun. Um, it will be interesting to see what kind of match they have. Hopefully there's not shenanigans. Hopefully, you know, we don't get rude involved. We don't get, you know, anybody else really involved. Just they go out there, have a really solid match. Ziggler uh, puts over Braun. Braun gets the win. We move on. Good for him. Boom. And uh, yeah, that is NXT stand and deliver. Not a takeover, but. A premium live event. Yes, a pre- in Dallas. NXT. I, so we're, I, was, I was telling the people while you were gone, I think they've sold like 3,500, 4,000 tickets. And, you know, is the day of WrestleMania. There's a lot of stuff going on Saturday, but still kind of disappointed, I would say, for an NXT takeover. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, if, if Mania wasn't two nights, then I would assume more people would go. It's just my personal opinion. What is the travel situation between? I I know you're from Dallas, Philip, but you know, I'm know exactly. From well, I'm you know, you spent you spent time it's, there. Would it's in the American the... Airlines Center. Uh, I saw Sting there once uh, when when he was you know gearing up for his Mania match with Triple H. I saw. I was going to ask. Do you know the exact or the approximate 
you know, distance between there and old Jira world. I know Jira world isn't actually in Dallas. It's no, it's, in it's in like, yeah, yeah. Arlington and Dallas are like 40 minutes apart. So it's I'm a little, a little bit of a trek. So like American airlines center to AT&T stadium. Let's, 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 let's do, let's, let's look, let's see. Let's see. Do we, are, are we looking, are we looking this up or am I looking this up? I'm, I'm trying. I American was the air. I was the I was the Dallas guy. I'll I'll, I'll look it up. So, American Airlines Center, Dallas. There we go. All right, I got it pulled up. To they say right now only twenty three minutes apart from each other, but that is with like literally no traffic. So it's relatively close, but. If we do remember last WrestleMania, they did last WrestleMania in Dallas. They did have some issues getting people into the building, but yeah, two nights. It is a, it's going to be a very. It's going to be a relatively smaller crowd, I believe. Sixty thousand is kind of what they're capping it off at, compared to like the hundred thousand at thirty-two. Yeah. So hopefully, there's not that big of an issue getting people in the building this time. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a nice little. It's a nice little little drive, I guess. 26 minutes. I'm just trying to remember. Dallas traffic can be heavy and it's going to be hectic, you know. So as like as soon as the match is over, you have to leave if you're going to WrestleMania. As soon as the main event's over, you have to get out of the building. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, they have like Dallas Transit, but that's not really I mean, all that effective. So I mean, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time I know we've been going long. This is WrestleMania our, our previews for WrestleMania are always our longer shows. Brandon and I will be doing recaps of both nights of WrestleMania. Brian Tronic will not be with us on either nights because you know he's he's in Dallas. Uh, well, you know when someone went to Chicago, he yeah. was he he was a part of the someone. Show. Someone's going to Double or Nothing. He'll be a part. You know what? If uh if I can get the press passes for Double or Nothing, or, then you'll go with me, right? I mean, you're already going to be there. I mean, I'm already going to go. I mean, I would love to be a part of the the press passes that ask ask a dumb question. Ask ask Tony Khan uh, an interesting question. Yes, 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 yes. All right, let's get into it. So, WrestleMania Night One, the predictions. Uh, Brandon, you, you, I mean, you can give your thoughts. We, we're not taking your official predictions. Until who night cares one. about who cares about my predictions until, until night two? Until night two. So, let's get into it. Night one, the Miz and Logan Paul take on the Mysterios. This has been an interesting story. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let me see what Brian shows. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, Miz took a loss last year at WrestleMania. This is Dominic. Is Dominic's first WrestleMania? Yeah, right. Um, was he? Yeah. Was he there last year? He was there, but I don't know if they had an actual match. I don't think he had a match. No. Um. Yeah. This is interesting. Let me see. Let me. Let me. Ah, I'll go with the Mysterios. I'll go with the Mysterios. Um, also, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I'm going McIntyre. Yeah, I think this is probably, if you're going to bet the house on a match, I think this one's the one you bet on. I think McIntyre beating Corbin is a done deal. Also, because I could see uh, McIntyre being in a fair, fairly high position, possibly challenging for an, an undisputed title coming out of WrestleMania. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. The Queen Charlotte Flair is going up against Ronda Rousey. I guess, I guess Ronda. Yeah, I mean, I think Ronda wins. Uh, the build's been kind of interesting. Um, 
I, I'm very intrigued to see what the reception is. Like I was at the Survivor Series match where the crowd kind of turned on Ronda in LA where she's from. I, I mean, I think they're going to be more lenient towards Ronda, but it is, I, I mean, I'm very interested to see what this WrestleMania crowd is because this is like kind of the first AEW, post-AEW WrestleMania really. And especially like that, uh, you know, Raw After Mania, which has been synonymous with just crazy crowds. And I do wonder what, that crowd is going to sound like after uh, Mania, but yeah, I think Ronda does get the victory. I, as we said earlier, I am wondering if skeptical if there's going to be a, a debacle in terms of crowd reaction. We shall see. The Usos defend the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Ah, yeah. uh, I don't. I'm going to go to Usos. I don't see the bloodline losing anything, any title soon. Yeah, kind of one of those. I mean, there's a couple of these matches they just kind of threw on last minute. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think the Usos do get the win. Uh, Boogs and Nakamura. I mean, I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, Nakamura just is a sidekick to Boogs at this point when, like, four, four or five years ago, he was arguably the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. No, shout out Nakamura, you know, get your bag, get your money, boo boo. But it does kind of suck where he's uh, where he's at right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Seth Rollins versus TBA. Now we all we all think that the TBA is going to be Cody Rhodes. It could be Shane McMahon, for all we know. Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm going TBA beat Seth Rollins. Yeah, I think I'm going with. Well, TBA, I think it has to be Cody. Now, I know there's some speculation about Shane. I would love just a complete swerve and, like, you bring out Shane just but it's for it to be Cody at the end. Yeah. Because you can be like, oh, you know, he's a son of a legendary promoter. He's one of the best of all time. He's the best in the world. And then you bring out Shane. And then Vince, you know, kicks him to the curb and say, no. it's And then Cody comes out, the whole pomp and circumstance. It should be a lot of fun. I'm expecting it to be Cody. I think a lot of people there are expected to be Cody. So if it's not, it's going to be an interesting crowd response as, you know, Seth has been putting out, you know, so many cryptic gifts of pretty much everybody, including Marco stunt, which was pretty funny, but he hasn't put Cody. So uh, I think Cody does show up finally and he does beat Seth. Yes. The Raw Women's Championship, uh, Bianca Belair tries to defend or defeat uh, the man, Becky Lynch, for the heavyweight title of the women's division. Um, I mean, Bianca gave uh, gave Becky a nice little haircut. If Bianca doesn't win, this was all for nothing. I'm going Bianca. And Bianca, I think Bianca kind of needs to get this win here. I uh, saw Becky kind of cut her hair, change it up a little bit. Looks fire. She kind of got the uh, the really orange, orange Becky Lynch, the last kicker hair kind of back. So that's yeah. uh, fun to see. Yeah. Um, but I'm really like, I'm really intrigued to see what this match can be. Um, it seems as though the KO show is going to be the main event to close the show. So if this is like an opener or, you know, kind of the main event in terms of like, you know, regular matches, then um, I think they can, given the time this, they can put on a show and it could, possibly be better than Sasha Bianca. All right, let's press play on this uh, title match for the Intercontinental title. And three, two, one, play. 
There we go. There we see. You love to see it. Uh, yes. I'm definitely not just like halfway through the match right now. <laughs> okay. You were, you were already watching it. Yep. I'm, you know, getting into the spirit. Okay. All right. I see. I see. All right. Uh, it is the main event for night one. Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. What can we expect, Brandon? I honestly do not know what to expect. Um, I keep saying, you know, Stone Cold is a perfectionist. He loved the way he came out. You know, he ended his career with the rock match. But, you know, maybe he, he's getting the itch again. He's getting so much money from WWE. And maybe he's come to terms that he doesn't need to have that perfect send off like he had with the rock. Um, now, I was listening to uh, the Wade Keller podcast with Sam Roberts. And uh, Sam was talking about how maybe this could be kind of the beginning of a one last run for yeah. Stone Cold to where he, you know, gets a Saudi Arabia match and then it ends up being his last, last match at WrestleMania in LA, which I mean, if he has a match in LA and that's his last match, I'm booking my ticket right now. Um, I still don't think it's going to be an official match per se, but um. I still would, if you have to make me pick one, Stone Cold is going to be the one, you know, celebrating with beer at the end of the day. But if you, I think the real question comes out in the gear, bro. He comes out in the gear. I don't think he's coming out in the gear. I think he comes out. He's he's coming out in some jorts and a t-shirt. The the gear to to pop it off and make it a, make it something. Yeah. Yeah. Is Is this an official match? Is there a bell? Is there a referee? I mean, there's no match. It's just it's just a segment for all we know. I know, but it could turn into a match. You never know. We'll see. As I'm watching, I mean, hell, I mean, the Rock's last Mania match was against Eric Rowan. That was like four seconds. It was it was six. You got to give it six six seconds. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon's walking down the (laughs) ramp. Brandon saw this like 20 minutes ago, and now I'm seeing Scott Hall. Oh, I'm seeing Shawn Michaels bare ass. Oh. Ooh, ooh, look at that. That's Heartbreak make, kid. That's they don't call him makes, Heartbreak kid for nothing. That's what makes this special. That's what makes this special. So now they got a close-up on his ass, but it's covered this time. But it's covered this time. All right, WrestleMania night two. Now, this these are the predictions that count for really everybody involved, uh, mainly Brandon. Mainly Brandon. This, this is it. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. My boy, Pat McAfee. This one is... Uh, very much a toss-up. I, I did bring up the actual odds. There are odds for WrestleMania. You can bet on these matches. And I think this is the only match to where they're kind of like at even odds. And they really don't know which way it's going to go. Um, I can see this being kind of like a cluster just all over the place. I'm going with Pat. I know it probably doesn't make too much sense, you know, having the commentator beat uh you know, an actual wrestler, but Austin theory is not exactly protected really in any way. So I'll go with theory. Maybe Corey Graves gets involved because he can wrestle. Wait, I, thought you, I thought you just picked Pat. What did I, I don't know what the hell I just said. I'm picking Pat McAfee to get the win. All right. Are you picking Pat McAfee? All right. All right. Uh, I'll pick Austin theory. All right. All right. Next up, Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I'm going Sammy Zayn. So you're picking Sami Zayn. I will go with Johnny Knoxville. Now, if this was for the IC title, I might have leaned more towards Sami Zayn, but I guess I'm just getting the all the celebrities out the way, and they're all getting the wins tonight. All right. 
I'm giving it to Mr. Jackass, Johnny Knoxville. Now, this is interesting. The new darkened rated R superstar Edge goes up against the phenomenal AJ Styles. Now, Edge said he wants that pit bull AJ Styles. And in his promo on Raw, he had a little, uh, what was it? Wasn't a, it wasn't an hourglass. What was it? The uh, kind of like the wear. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, a scale. A it was weight. a scale. It was a scale. Yeah, it was a throwback to uh, one of one of the uh, posters he did for like Judgment Day back in like 07 or 08. Thought that was a nice little touch. Uh, Brandon, who do you have, man? This 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 one it's it's kind of up in the air. Edge, I mean, he really he need he needs a win at, at WrestleMania, you know, because he, he lost last year. AJ, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what else he's been doing. Yeah, this one is also fairly close in terms of the odds. Edge is a slight favorite. But it, it really is not, you know, a runaway by any means. Um, yeah, I, I think it just kind of depends on where they go after Mania. Edge is a heel. They need heels. But I think AJ is much more of the everyday act. I don't know what Edge is doing post-Mania. So I, I, I lean towards AJ. Now, I know AJ really hasn't been doing too much in this story. It's been more Edge doing heavy lifting, but... I think this could be a sleeper, maybe best match of the you know, weekend, but of WrestleMania, and I'm going with AJ. All right, I'm going Edge. Okay, I got two diff- or three differentiating matches right now. There we go. All right, it's for the Women's Tag Team Championships, Queen Selena, or Queen Zelina, and uh, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE, Carmella, defend against Naomi and uh, Sasha Banks, also uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Natalya and Shayna Baszler. I really thought we were getting Sonya versus Naomi at WrestleMania, dude. I really thought. This well, is- uh, maybe it's, it's a good thing we're not getting that match. But uh, this one, I mean, it can go either way. I'm going Naomi and Banks. Yeah, I, I think it's either between the two babyface teams of Banks and Naomi or Rhea and Liv. But I'll agree with you. I'll go with Banks and Naomi as well. A um, little bit of a shame that kind of Sasha's in this match. but Well, maybe she'll get a win at WrestleMania now. Maybe she's never Maybe. won at WrestleMania. Good for her. Yep. About All right. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro defend against the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. Uh, thank you. Um, I'll go with RK Bro on this one. I think Street Profits do have a, a little bit of a chance, especially if they want to kind of more flesh out. If they are kind of more heelish in this manner and kind of flesh it out more and have RK Bro chase. Um, they are really kind of going heavy handed with how much RK bro are getting along. So I would say wait for someone to turn eventually, but I, you know, give it to RK bro, happy ending. Give them the one. Really? So we got all the, all the, oh, hmm. kind of makes me want to change my SmackDown pick. Now. Cele- celebra- celebratory, uh, you know, vitamins they can, they can have after the game, after the match, because oh. it's legal now. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, oh, man, I don't – I mean, they just want him back. I don't see why they would take him off of him again. Yeah, I'm going to go RK, bro. Jesus. It kind of makes me want to change my, my SmackDown pick. Should I do that? You can do whatever you want. Do, do I want to go Boogs and – I'm just trying to be smart. Like, what else are Boogs and Nakamura going to do if they don't have the tag titles? You know what I mean? I mean, Shinsuke had the IC title and he was gone for like three months. That is true. That that really is true. I'm, I'm going to keep it. All right. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Whew. Ah, this is a barn burner and main I event don't know. anywhere it in might the country. Be, 
it might it, they they might be able to do something, man. I don't know. I'm just happy Bobby has a match. He went from defending the WWE title at WrestleMania last year to this. Um, and almost he was in a title match at last year's WrestleMania too. Let's not forget that. Those the those for the tag titles. Yeah, yeah. He remember they beat New Day last year. Him and AJ. I know it was against the New Day. I just kind of forgot it was for the tag titles, but yeah. it does make sense. It kind of rings a bell now. Um, yeah, I mean, good for Lashley that he's kind of back healthy and he's able to uh, be in the match. They've really been putting a lot into Omos, and I don't know if like it would make sense for just for him to lose. I'm going Omos. Yeah, I just don't know. I'll go with Lashley. It okay. doesn't make too, too much sense, but like... Omos still has not shown me like that much. And I think you can get more out of Lashley even in like the next year or two. So give me Lashley with the upset win. All right. All right. And lastly, it is title for title. Winner walks out the heavyweight champion, the undisputed champion with both titles, something like that. Roman Reigns puts his universal championship on the line against the defending WWE champion, the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar, the beast versus the head of the table, the tribal chief, Versus the alpha male of our species, Lesnar versus Roman, third time at WrestleMania. They're having their uh, they're having their Rock Austin run. This is it. So, does does Brock walk out the you know, the the champion, the undisputed champion, like he's done once before, or does Roman Reigns stand tall over the Beast Incarnate's body? Honestly, I I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, Roman's going to win. This is a third match of the trilogy. Roman's going to finally get his WrestleMania win over Brock Lesnar. But the dynamics have turned, and I have enjoyed what they've done with Brock and Roman switching the dynamics. Um, we we have been very different on a lot of these matches, so I'm not going to go on a limb and say Brock is going to win. But I will say there is a possibility Brock could win. But my official prediction will be Roman walking out with the championship. I know. I watched Roman on the Tonight Show last night. Great guy, great talent, super, super, super over. I I'm, did see a uh, shout out Cultaholic. They did like their pitches for WrestleMania, and one of them said that um, Brock wins the championship, but he brings back the undisputed title. Which I know both of us have a soft spot in our heart for that title. I would man. love for that to happen. I don't know if it is going to happen. Just with the just with the like the new logo, that would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, this would be what the third time Brock has been a undisputed champion. Yeah, yeah, he's because uh, he he held the WWE World Heavyweight one, you know, the one with the two, and of course the undisputed one back in the day. This is uh, this is interesting. This is very interesting. Do you agree with me? Is there, you know, I think we're both going with Roman, but do you think there is a legitimate possibility that Brock could win? Because you know he's a babyface. We want to be a happy WrestleMania. Yeah, I it's mean, different. They're. I I don't know. I don't know, man. It is is Brock going to be around? That's that's the real question. He's you know he might take a couple weeks off, but he's he's been around more than what he used to be. Because I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's it's AT and T. I'm not. I don't even know. What I'm thinking about that. It's just. Vince likes to shock and awe, so this could this could be where Roman loses. This could be it, you know. But uh, I'm I'm still picking Roman. I don't I don't, I don't know. There's a po- I think there is a possibility Brock could walk out. 
the champion. So, or they, or they could do a schmoz where we, we don't see that Roman's foot's like underneath the rope and Brock's holding up the titles. A referee comes out, and then you know Roman spears and Superman punch yada 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 beats him. I, I mean, I think this is a match to be a lot of fun. Now I don't know how long or what they're going to do, but I mean, this is kind of a one match card on night two. So this this match does need needs to deliver if it's going to be you know, well it is going to be the main event but it needs to deliver from all the stuff they've put into this from all the stuff they've put into this exactly so that's the kind of analysis you can only get here at the Bulletcast wow Brian and I have like the exact same picks on night one I'm just I'm looking at this ooh this yeah is... we're I'm I'm gonna go Rick Boogs I'm gonna go Boogs and Nakamura dude I, oh we, the, we... the this is where the whole Bullet Cast Championship is going to revolve around the SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. Oh, we didn't even talk about the illustrious uh, tag match between uh, the New Day and then uh, Sheamus and Rich Holland. Yeah, dude, we're not we're not talking about that. Okay, you know I'm trying I'm trying out here. Yeah, I had, I had to I had to switch <clears throat> that up. I can't. Uh, we can't we can't be having we can't be having that. Or you know what? Or do I do or do I pick Miz and Logan Paul? Do I do that? You know, maybe I could actually. You know, here, there's that's what we'll do. I'll keep the Usos. I'll keep the Usos, but I'm gonna go Miz and Logan Paul. Now maybe Dominic turns heel. Yeah. You know, Logan has a. That's the all right. That's so my official picks for night one. Miz and Logan Paul, McIntyre, Ronda, the Usos, TBA, Bianca. And then hours for night two. Brandon chose Pat McAfee, Johnny Knoxville, AJ Styles, Naomi and Sasha, RK Bro, Lashley and Roman. I chose Austin Theory, Sami Zayn, Edge, Naomi and uh, Sasha, RK Bro, Omos and Roman. There you there you have it. There you have it. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff is going to be going on. This is a long episode, I know. Thank you guys for bearing with us. Mania Madness, it, it was fun. We we did it. That was the majority of the show. Shout out Demond for coming on. Could you hear him? Okay, he sounded uh, he sounded pretty good. You know, shout out uh, if you started like I did at the very beginning when Philip you know didn't say to press play, you just went on your own. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, hosting up both the titles on the ladder right now. So perfect way. To win the podcast. Absolutely. And I just watched Sean flip over a ladder onto the outside. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy WrestleMania. Watch whatever Mania stuff you want. Check out a lot of the indie stuff that's going to be going on. The GCW, the collective, uh, WrestleCon. Go out there if you're out there. Enjoy Mania. I wish we could be out there. I wanted to go back to Dallas to, you know, see some see some old people, go back to my old stomping grounds. But uh, it was not it was not to be. Maybe, maybe next time Mania's in Dallas will be there. But definitely we're going next year. To, uh, to, to WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, as Stone Cold would say. Thank you guys so much. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. Enjoy WrestleMania. We will see you guys for night two and uh, night one of WrestleMania on the recap. And, of course, I'll be doing a recap of the Hall of Fame. And we doing a recap of Stand and Deliver? Um, probably not. Your boy's got a baptism got to go to, so might miss a little bit of the beginning of WrestleMania, but I should be... For, I should be here for both the recaps. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you guys next time.
podcast. Uh, fearless, my lead podcaster. We are uh, the bullet cast now. Fearless, the bullet cast now. Fearless. This has been the bullet cast. Thank you for listening.